Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bobby Boucher was a lonely boy. Everybody else got friends, mama. I just want some too. You don't have what they call... The social skills. His only friend was his mama. He can hang out with whoever he wants, except you. And his only joy was his job. I'm a water boy. <laughs> Until one day. Must be something wrong with his medulla oblongata. He discovered his special gift. <laughs> now. Play football for this team. The world will feel his pain. Wow. That snake looks delicious. Somebody hurt you, my boy. You are so sexy. From the wedding singer team. Come give your mama a kiss. The water boy. Welcome to Recap and Gown, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? How much, man? What a week. Um, yeah. I think that we... For whatever reason, I think HBO Max is listening whenever we release an episode and pay <laughs> to watch a movie. Because guess what popped up on HBO Max like March 1st? As soon Boys in the Hood pops up. Uh, and I'm like, we're always just like a week too late. Always. I'm like, I get that subscription. I paid for that movie three days ago. And woo, there it is. We got to start but, with, um, like, recording dummy episodes. So they listen to that. And then yeah. we'll just we'll be ahead of them is the plan. We're just always behind. But lots of great TV. I watched... Uh, that Uber show on Showtime, super pumped. Is that you good? think it'd be stupid? You think, think it'd be stupid, be stupid, man? <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a I hell know. of an actor, and I'm like, so this is what that Travis Kalanick guy's like? This is going to be good. He's a complete I, fucking douche. It's amazing. Well, he's a douche, but I kind of feel like if we're going to do that, you need to wait for it to implode first. True. Like it's, it's too true. early for a show about a company that's still not hated by everyone yet. This is, this is the is. social network. People didn't hate Zuckerberg it, yet then. It is interesting. I'm I'm also watching that Hulu show, The Dropout, about Elizabeth mm, Holmes too. Love that. There's love so it. much, man. So much, and it's weird when it's like 2016. I'm like, that wasn't too long ago. This is all very, this is a very weird way to talk about history. What? But 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 then I, another HBO show that that popped up that I was excited about, but didn't know if it would be good. Saw the first episode, the Lakers one, winning time. Winning time. I need to watch that. It's if you like people talking at you, breaking the third wall or the fourth is it fourth wall, fourth wall third yeah. wall, fourth, fourth wall. wall. If you're into that, if that doesn't take you out of it, you'll love it. Doesn't because um, John C. Riley is 
awesome. He's oh, very good. We are. And if you like that story, if you like that oh, story yeah. about the late seventies, eighties, early nineties Lakers, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I was Can't born in Inglewood, California, 1985. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. for me. Um, we are also watching the dropout and just got to the episode where all of a sudden she starts talking like that guy from Typo Negative. Yes. <laughs> like, that's a fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a fun transition to make. Uh, it's great. Dana, you're yeah, leaning I, in like you want to say something. I was like, man, enter the conversation. You haven't Jump introduced in. me, but it's fine. I have not been properly. It's fine. We can skip it. But yes, I was like, do it. um, I like started to watch the show and then I was like, no, that dropout. I was like, I have to watch the Alex Gibney doc. Mm. So then I went and watched that. And I, Cause yeah. like when, when Amanda Seyfried's like, um, the name is Theranos, which is a mix of uh, therapy and diagnosis. I was like, that can't be how this girl talks. And then I went to the so doc why isn't and I was it ther- like, so why isn't it Theranosis? Because it's Theranos. Theranos. Like, well, yeah, the fun- okay, okay. The Great funny answer. thing is, the funny thing is, she does two different voices. So what the, in the beginning is the regular voice hey. that she's putting hey. on for regular Amanda voice Hall, for, yeah, for, yeah. for yes. Then yeah. later on, uh, episode three, she has like a crisis of conscience and lowers it even more. And I'm like, I haven't gotten that oh. far yet. But uh, I, also, dig her extreme underbite she's putting on. Yeah, <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's interesting. So yeah, I was like. I'm watching the drop, I like watched the inventor on HBO. Mm-hmm. Then I started to watch the dropout on Hulu, and now I'm listening to the podcast. Podcast is great. That the dropout is based on. Yeah, so podcast yeah, is great. I was like trying to like tell because I watched it when Bill was out of town, and I was like, she really talks in a weird way. He's like, I don't believe it. So I pulled up the documentary. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, there it is. And it's, it's all on purpose, which is wild. That's not a regular so, fucking voice at all. But basically, what we're saying is people watch TV. There's a lot of good shit out there right now. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, before yeah. I introduce Dana officially, I also <laughs> want to say, if, you, if you're a history dork or if you like the, uh, the first one, watch uh, Vikings Valhalla on Netflix. It's, it's fucking good. I love the original Vikings. Okay. This is similar, except it's 100 years later. So now half the Vikings are Christians. And you get like the, the religious strife between like, the pagans and the Christians making everything way more complicated than it otherwise would be, which is a lot of fun to watch. I also want to say we're not getting paid for any of this. So like we're not. This should when be the way Dave was going, I was like, I'm sorry, is, is HBO Max paying your bills? Because they're not. <laughs> I I don't care. This the the, the if the TV's good, I don't care. What else are we going to talk about? Bills. It's just I have no idea. I, I mean, know, come man. on. Uh, you heard her already. Uh, Flying Soul in Lone Star State, this podcast chief hydration and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? What are you watching? Um, well, I was watching a lot. And then this evening, I had like a very long day because I started a new job. I've literally been at my desk since like 9.30 this morning till like 6.30 when I finally walked away. And I was like, all day, I'm like, you know what I'm going to put on? I'm going to put on Low Stakes, The Gilded Age. It's going to be great. It's not available. Why not? Yes. Oh, yes. I thought you meant the show went away. I'm like, what are you talking no, about? No, I thought it was like, like an HBO. Like I thought it was just on HBO Max, so it would become available like at any point during the day. Oh no, it's a week to you week. They're yeah. they're fucking with you on but that. Like, that sucks. But like they wait till like what 9 p.m. Eastern? No, if, it, it might yeah. even be 9 p.m. Pacific. Frankly, it's not like Showtime. <laughs> where at 12:01 Sunday morning, you can watch a new episode of yeah. Billions yeah. if you feel like That's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> HBO Apple Max doesn't TV, do that. Apple TV yeah. Plus is like, it used to yeah. be Fridays, and now it's like 9 p.m. East. Like, mm-hmm. I do believe it, uh, Apple TV Plus stuff comes on sometime on Thursday, but I can never figure out the right time. So, like, I spend all day Friday avoiding spoilers so I can then, it's like when uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6 
was on Paramount Plus. You spend all day like staying off of social media, avoiding like blogs, because you're like, I don't want to know what Queen get boot- gets booted. Anyway, we are very off topic. Yeah, so this week uh, we're talking about The Waterboy from 1998. Uh, it is free on Peacock and Tubi, included with subscription on Spectrum. You can rent it on Prime, Apple TV, Redbox, and Vudu. The synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. Raised by his overprotective mother, Helen, Bobby Boucher Jr. is the waterboy for a successful college football team coached by Red Beaulieu. When Beaulieu fires Bobby, he takes up the same position for a losing rival team led by despairing Coach Klein. After witnessing Bobby beat up a player who teased him too much, Klein adds him to the roster as a linebacker. Soon, Klein's players are championship contenders. Some of that's right and some of it's not. He doesn't beat the player up. He just tackles him, and they are a 500 team. They are not championship contenders. Sparing, huh? It's, I think it's like mental illness. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a lot of weird sparing. problems going on. But uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of there, but not really. No, not really. No, it's 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 close, but it's not okay. it's not the best or worst that we've read. Uh, Dana, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Who is in this film? We're gonna start with Adam Sandler as Bobby Boucher, Kathy Bates as Mama Boucher, Henry Winkler as Coach Klein, Feruza Balk is Vicky Valancourt, but I think it should be Valancourt. It probably would be Valancourt. She's, she's probably Vicky Valancourt. Kind of Creole, but Valancourt. yeah, Vicky, Vicky Valancourt. Uh, Jerry Reed is Red Bolu. How do how do you say that? Red Bolu. 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 Okay. Uh, some of these people, I didn't even know they had names. Um, Lawrence Gillard is Derek Wallace. Blake Clark is Farmer Fran. I did not know that's what his name was. Yeah. Uh, Peter Dante is Guy Green. <laughs> Guy Green. I've heard, I heard a Guy bunch Green, of different Green, pronunciations. Green, Green, the, the two guys in, in, in the stands, they say Guy Grimoire, but that's not how that's spelled. Oh, no. That's, no. that's, not, that's like Guy like. Grin, like, like and Dewey like, like, sausage. Yeah, and Dewey. Yes. Okay, we're going to go with that. Uh, Grinui, yeah. Jonathan Loughran? I'm going to say that's a, the GH Probably. is the He's one of Adam Sandler's childhood friends you see in yeah. all of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. So his character is Lyle Robidoux? He's Robidoux? the one with the, with the eye that's kind of moving yeah. to one yeah. side. I'm crossing yeah. one eye right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Al Whiting is Casey Bug, I guess. Clint Her- Howard is Paco. Yeah. Alan Covert is Walter. Ooh. Rob Schneider is Townie. I think that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably all the important ones, I think. Right? Uh, and then it's uh, and there's, so. it's it's a ton of cameos after yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Very himself. famous people. We could probably talk like about those. Yeah, like a lot of cameos. Such and such. Yeah. Um, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? really thought i had a ticket stub and maybe i did at some point in time but i was like you know real high on snl movies at this time or people had been on snl so i probably saw this in the theater i have seen it i have not seen it in a while and then we'll get to my other thoughts later but yeah i i have seen this film okay all right (laughs) dave how about you in the theater i was i just turned 13 a couple months before so i was able Mm -hmm. to go with some friends. I don't remember who it was. Um, and then just incessantly on cable and VHS and DVD, because it's a lot of quotable stuff going on here. So you go and talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, this, I, I, it's weird that I have very vivid memories of some of these things. So I remember very clearly uh, being in eighth grade when this movie came out, 
Um, I remember sitting in first period social studies and listening to the popular guys go on and on about how amazing this movie was and quoting all the lines and shit. And they made it sound so cool that I legit tried to make a plan to sneak out of my parents' house that night and ride my bike to Showplace 12 in Bolingbrook, which, as Dave can attest, is down several very busy streets. Uh, Not a lot of sidewalks. That was, before they extend, that was before they extended 95th Street and put there sidewalks. There were no neighborhoods over there yet. Yeah. You were just the wilderness. That was, that was taking a risk on the side of the street, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm riding a neighborhood playing field with no lights and no sidewalk. Yeah. Uh, didn't do it because I am a coward. Uh, yeah. But I wound up waiting until that weekend, which felt like an eternity because the popular kids would not stop talking about this movie. And I think in my mind, it was like the funniest movie I'd ever seen to that point in a theater. I just, mm-hmm. I loved every second of it. Uh, Dana, rewatching as an adult, did it make the grade or should they have held this back? I, when you announced it, I was mad. I mad. like, <laughs> my brain like could not remember that this was the movie I had to watch. I had to ask a couple times. Uh, you responded with gifts. Yeah, I uh, I usually will pay for movies because I like for this pod. I've paid for a lot of garbage. I was like, oh, ads on Peacock? You betcha. <laughs> um, yeah, just a tag. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's good. Uh, this movie's bad. It's really bad. <gasps> oh, I no. hated this. I oh, like. No, no. I will pro- I was not paying attention. I was like on Twitter while watching this movie from start to finish. I fucking oh hated God. it. I hate it's like my least favorite. And I skipped out on like Adam Sandler at a certain point. But like knowing what else came around this, this is like right after Wedding Singer, but before Big Daddy, which are two of my all-time favorite Adam Sandler films. Yeah. This is where he's starting to like turn into like the little Nickies of it, the Mr. Deeds. The, like really bad films this is my like i don't love that this is who adam sandler like he leaned into this more than making like actual like truly funny heartwarming rom-com silly things i hate it. i don't oh my god uh hated this hated <laughs> this i'd rather watch high school high again well so would i it's it's great still loved it still laughed really hard um I, I, I think this was made for people like exactly the age that I was, maybe 13 to 19 to 20. Mm-hmm. Young men who like go like, oh, 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 yeah, who are just ready to laugh at dumb shit because there's a lot of dumb shit in here. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just, it was made for a certain demographic of people and that's who I was. And then I'm watching these jokes again and I'm like, oh, maybe not as big of a laugh as, as I gave it when I was, younger but uh a lot of the jokes still hold and um it, it brought me back to when um I used to just quote a lot of these lines back in high school and middle yeah. school and stuff and brought a lot of those memories back so yeah still good but yeah i understand it's not the wedding singer it's not big daddy it, it did at the end it, it didn't make you go dates. it didn't make you go huh not only did i laugh i felt good at the end so this is just <laughs> dumb stupid shit to laugh at for an hour and 30 minutes yeah that's really yeah, and uh, that was it it made the grade for me um contrary to dana bobby boucher is probably my favorite adam sandler non-snl character wow um yeah what about I, little nicky no oh, Nicky can get the fuck out of here i'm kidding, like, I'm kidding. i really did forget how meek and almost skittish he played this role which was fun yeah. to watch that part of it 
Yeah. I liked a lot of the side characters. I love Kathy Bates in this movie. Um, even watching it for the first time in like 20 years, I was able to quote a whole lot of the lines like back in the day. Still yeah. love this movie. This is going to be a fun episode. Um, yeah. Before we jump into the recap from the segments, do we have any fun facts on this one? There were a couple. Um, did you know that this was the highest grossing sports comedy film of all time? Still is. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I'm trying to think of what else would compete with that. I can tell you who the top three are. I can tell you who the top three. It's the Waterboy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the Longest Yard remake. Oh, God. So two Adam Sandlers two at the Adam top. Sandlers. And, and number three, Talladega Nights, The Legend of Ricky Bobby. I was going to say, is Those it Talladega are top Nights three. or is it like Major League? Was the other thing I uh, thought might have been in, yeah. in that conversation? It was like sports comedy. If you want to include just like sports with – there's some funny parts in The Blind, the blind Side made a ton, of, a ton of money. <laughs> But there, it's not, like, it's not a it's, but it's not considered a comedy. But no. it did make way more money than the Waterboy, and people try to squeeze that into the same category. I don't think it quite fits yeah. the sports comedy genre. Well, there yeah. there was something else in the IMDb trivia that it was like it was the highest grossing sports film, and then the Blind Side was just like I don't know. There's a lot of caveats, and I didn't really read it fully. And I I caveat M tour. You just got to be careful. Caveat M tour. Caveat M tour. Any other fun facts? Um, apparently they used because uh, you felt like there were there were a lot of uh, stuff from Adam Sandler's CDs, like his, yep. his his comedy skits. We'll we'll talk about one of them in, in particular. But apparently the yeah. inspiration he did a song on one of his albums called "The Lonesome Kicker," um, yeah, and a couple of sketches on on SNL, Cajun Man, Canteen Boy. Kind of used a lot of uh, it's the same um, Canteen Boy face. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of that. What the hell is that? Like, it's, the Canteen Boy sketches are fantastic. You're very to watch good. Um, I didn't know this was Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler's first movie together. Nor did I. And well, I guess that makes sense. This is shortly after. Their it's '98, so yeah. yeah. I'm like, what else would they have? Right. First filmed together. So and ever they stay, they make movies to this day. They they the uh, Kevin James one where he's supposed to be that Sean coach Peyton. who. That he doesn't look like Looks it's it's fantastic. Like um, it's ridiculous. Uh, they filmed the Bourbon Bowl at the Citrus Bowl, now the Camping World Stadium in Orlando. I was mm-hmm. like, I've seen that stadium before. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I know cool. That one. Um, and uh, Adam Sandler nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actor at the same time, won a Blockbuster Entertainment and MTV Movie Award for the same role. So, I'm is it saying. good? Is it bad? Just a different. It's a different, different way to look sensibilities. at sensibilities. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Let's uh, let's jump into the recap and the segments here. I think the first question we have to address um, before I can, you know, before we can decide, can we laugh at this or not? Does Bobby have Selma Blair's disease from Cruel Intentions? Yes. Like, is it okay yes, for us to laugh yes. at him? Or <laughs> I felt uncomfortable. No, uh, it's. I don't think he's dumb. There's a moment. It's a, a couple moments. I understand. And there's a couple moments. There's a moment just before the barbecue when Mama sits down when he says something profound. I don't remember what the exact words for. I think it was when Vicky was talking about astrology. It's like, well, she said blah, 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 blah. I was like, well, maybe she said that because uh, she's very vague so that people think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He perhaps, says something. Perhaps. <laughs> It's, Without it's like, stuttering, he says something perfectly cogent. So I'm, I'm thinking there's something there, and his problem is really the social stuff that his mom's kind of pushed him down and kept him yeah. 
I think and he says like it's like perhaps by keeping her predictions vague, she reduces yes. the chance that you'll find out that she's just making them all up. Or something there you go. Like yeah. yeah, and he says it perfectly. Sounds like I'm like that's fucking clever as hell, man. That that doesn't sound like you at all. Well, I guess that's my struggle. Is that like if he just wanted to play a guy? Like there's just like elements of it that I'm like, are you trying to like? You know what is it? Tropic Thunder? It like oh, to win oh, an Oscar? Yes. You got Simple Jack. You think he was trying to win an Oscar with? This? No, I'm just saying. Simple right Jack is way to an Oscar. Of that, where I'm just like, okay, if you want to have a stutter, it's one thing, but then you also felt the need to have the accent because you're in the Bayou, and it was just like <laughs> so many layers on it that I was just like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't, well, I don't feel that... comfortable. There's that a lot there. Does, that brings yeah. us to our the the other thing I want to talk about right about this character, and Dave, I think you recognize this. Dana, how familiar are you with the excited Southerner <laughs> as an Adam Sandler thing? I guess not very. Not at all. Okay, so so there. I was big into the Adam Sandler CDs when I was younger. Um, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all yeah, going to laugh, laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you was the first one that I liked. And then the but what was like the was, what the hell's wrong with you? That's what the, the one hell that, happened to me. What the hell yes, happened to me or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, so the Excited Southerner is on that one. It's the first one has, um, I think, is the first one Fatty McGee that they keep on bringing back to do shit? He, yeah. He does these <laughs> things where it's like he has one. Oh no, the first one is told with Willie, I think. Right? <laughs> Get fucked oh, up a lot. Oh yeah. But no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The first one is um the severe beating of, and I think the severe beating of a Spanish <laughs> teacher. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. See, no, no, boy, no, no. Right. It's it's really dumb. It's really, really dumb. bad. It's not good to listen back to. But on the on the second CD, what the hell happened to me? He introduces his character, the excited southerner. Um, I looked him up today. The track listings. The excited Southerner orders a meal, gets pulled yep. over for speeding, interviews for a job, meets Mel Gibson, and proposes to his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, the voice of Bobby Boucher is basically the exact same. As exactly the, the same. It's almost exactly. the exact Gypsies. same. Yeah. It's, uh, the, well, him proposing to his girlfriend is kind of funny because he, yeah, <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, well, you know, I don't want to die alone when I'm not getting the order. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing, but it's just him like, like stammering over all of his words, getting too excited. And, you know, it's the same, the same basic character, only he's like more assertive and less breathy as the excited Southerner. Um, there's a couple of moments in this movie where he's basically just doing the excited Southerner. Uh, when he glitches out, when Coach Klein says he wants to come to dinner and talk to Mama, he's like Mama said, Mama said, Mama said, Mama, Mama said, Mama said, that's the excited Southerner. Yeah. And then again, when he has his first kiss with Vicky and can't explain what happened in his mouth, when he's like, "That was my first time with tongues. That was your tongue, I believe." That's the excited Southerner all over the place. And so, like, I think having that base level, not just understanding of the character, but, like, the memories associated with trying to hold in your loud laughter, like, on the bus on the way to school, yeah. listening to that, that helped put this character over for me in a way that did not land for Dana. Mm -hmm. I must have, like, skipped those, because I used to listen to this They're album, good. like, all the time. Cause, I like, played I all of them yesterday. One yeah. of my brothers, like, might have, like, listened to it at college and left it at home or something, and... I must have just like skipped those because I remember like joining the cult, respect, ode mm -hmm. to the ode to my car, the goat, like <laughs> yeah, 
It's Steve a piece of shit. Like all that other piece stuff. Piece of shit car. Yeah, it's fantastic yep. stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's for those, like, those, those like what minute, 10 seconds. Yeah, they're like, quick. Uh, the excited southerner gets pulled over by a state yeah, trooper. I'm like, this is. Who gives a shit? Get home. Diarrhea. Sir, do I do I do I, do you do you know why I pulled you over? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it's. the man? I love it so much. I played them all yesterday. They all still hit me the same way. Like, yeah, I so I I did love this character. Um, I did hear, I believe, an audible groan from Dana when I said how much I loved Kathy Bates in this movie. Oh, Dana, did you not love Kathy Bates? She's an Oscar winner. She deserves yes. better than this. Whoa. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, I, watching this, I'm like, I don't think she gets enough credit for being a really good comedic actress. Mm-hmm. Like, we fair. think of her in Misery... And she's, you know, she's, she's. You don't think Misery was comedic? That was hilarious the way she broke <laughs> Khan's ankles. Kidding, kidding, or not? I think, I think about how much I like her in um, the American Horror Stories that she's in. Yeah. People don't like Roanoke. I fucking love Roanoke. I love I that that was oh, Roanoke. I loved Roanoke. She does really great accent work, but then you think about yeah, when she played um, when she was in The Office. Like, yeah, you're basically just doing mama, but she's, like, professional. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I love her in this movie. Um, Dunder Mifflin is not part of Sabre. That's right. It's, oh, sorry, Sabre. Sabre. Her, her <laughs> accent, like, it's fully absurd, but also, like, really accurate for a super rural Bayou woman. Like, this, yeah. this was, it was, it was ridiculous, but it was good. Coaches were hired. She did work. I feel like, I, I yeah. thought stuff was done. Yes. yes, she did a yeah. great job. Because it's not—it's no? not a, a Bayou accent. It's not just like a Southern accent. They have parts of it that sound almost like New York, like yes. when um when they when they pronounce Roberto and it's Roberto. <laughs> like it's little little things like that. It really helped for me. Um, I there's a moment that I watched that I'm like, okay, this is fucking golden. I forgot it happened. Um, it's at the Bourbon Bowl. They're interviewing Vicky. And Mama like walks behind. There's like a little jig in the background, like on the on the live news coverage. I she was like doing the Charleston or something. <laughs> she like, did the Charleston. She was like shaking her hands a little bit, like dancing around. And I'm like, this. I forgot that happened. It's so short and brief. It's like this is fucking fun. It's funny, but I was like, I don't think Mama would do it. Is it funny watching Kathy Bates do it? In my oh, mind, yeah. it was like. Kathy Bates was just kind of like, I'm just going to dance in the scene. Yeah. And they were like, leave it in, you know? <laughs> and that, that's how it felt to me. Like she was having fun. I'm like, I'm just going to do a thing and we'll see if they keep it. I, I love her in this movie. I love everything about her in this movie. Dana, you are wrong. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> Dave and I both said in the beginning, um, this movie is real, real quotable. And uh, it is. And I, I do think we should um, take a moment here, kind of up front, and do some potent quotables. What did you say? Um, the ones I want to do that I kind of have underlined for myself are all the, the mama quotes. Um, basically, a snake don't have pots, but uh, if I was going to call it anything, I, I think I'd say it's his knee. Yeah. <laughs> That had me crack it up, just like 
Yeah, just the mid. <laughs> what the part mid of the snake is this? The mid lower end of the snake. It makes yeah, perfect sense to me. Huh? What you're laughing about? It's not funny. Um, my boy is too <laughs> delicate to be playing that fool's ball, whatever you call it, with them gargantuans. Mm-hmm. That's a fun one. Yeah. This one, to me, I, I, I hope <laughs> this was an ad lib line. It probably wasn't. But uh, she's talking about Bobby's dad. She goes, well, you know, one day in 1966, pick up sticks. And I'm like, Six pick up what? sticks. <laughs> what? Just when like something a, ends with sticks, you know, was, if something ends sticks. with sticks, you say pick up sticks. Yeah. Oh, that must God. have been a thing. And then the, the other one was, uh, so Bobby, they ever catch that gorilla board escape from the zoo and punch you in the eye? <laughs> no, no, mom. The, the switch continues. <laughs> Just like she was, she really committed to this role. She was in it. Yeah, she's, she's an actress, great. okay? Yeah, professional. She, she's an Oscar-winning actor. Actress. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you fifty dollars. Grand <laughs> throws a touchdown pass in the first play. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me fifty bucks. You said a touchdown, you crazy asshole. Those God, two guys. Those Waldorf are and Stratford over here. Real. We quoted that in high school so much. I saw Bobby Lesh today, mm-hmm. and I was like, we're doing the water boy tonight on the podcast. And he said, hey. And we went back and forth with that one. It still hits 20, hits however the, many years later. The Joe Mantegna one still hits, too. I said yeah. Joe Mantegna. I said, I said Joe, Joe Mantegna. Um, what was another one? Uh, Dan Fout says something ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, boo- boy, Boucher knocked the poop out of him. <laughs> poop? Poop? Um, oh my god something's wrong with his medulla oblongata yeah yeah fucking I, don't know, I don't know how you'd Colonel feel about Sanders. yeah that's because you know they got all them teeth and no toothbrush that's <laughs> well, that's what alligators are wrong again <laughs> uh there's there's a couple here that i use very frequently um when watching iowa football games i text my friends or whatever First is a gi line. Whenever somebody gets laid out, is a who that? Who there? Who who that? Which who there? <laughs> it's just really good. And then um, the other Come one, mind boy. <laughs> you sound like a big choo choo train. <laughs> the other one is a is, 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 is a Vicky line. And whenever I predict the score of a of an Iowa game, I I reference this one. But Vicky, I think she says. She's she's at this point manning the the water station, and she's like, "Well, the final score is gonna be twenty seven twenty four And then Swan goes, "Well, that's a very accurate or a very specific guess. How'd you come up with that? Guess? That ain't no guess. That's what it's gonna be." Yeah, <laughs> I use that a lot. And I like Vicky, and she likes me back, <laughs> and she showed me her boobies, and I like them too. I'm like, I like yeah, them too. That's fair. That's fair. He's, he's just oh. what he's he's saying what he feel. He was. Someone who had all his feelings just stuffed down, and he just had to let them out. You know, mm-hmm. to hell with out. school, dope it. Take the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, your daddy. Your daddy the, they're just like, let's get the director out here to just be the most ridiculous. Let's make his eyes all ridiculous. Yeah. Just show up just before he's about to ride off. Aunt, he's still got a riding mower. That's yeah. just. Nothing has changed there, but uh, no. let's just have the director of the film jump out and just be the most ridiculous version of Roberto that we can 30 find. 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and the last one I wanted to call out here is a Clint Howard line. Um, 
I am not what you'd call a handsome man. The good Lord chose not to bless me with charm, athletic ability, or a fully functional brain. <laughs> like, fucking that. Clint. We limp, we limp, was it Liberpla Anade? Liberpla Anade. Liberpla Anade. Anade. And I go, God. He Liberpla Anade. Is it like. Is it like too over the top? Because there's like a scene where like. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, Vicky has to run around, and I don't really, I don't think we're talking about. But like, she has to go run around and like gather everybody to like convince Bobby to play. And it is, is it too over the top Southern Bayou stereotypes oh. in that whole? Yes. Scene? Some of those are. I want to talk about some of the side characters anyway here, but let's talk okay. about Farmer Fran in particular. Um, I'm going to say a name here and see if either one of you guys is familiar with this fella. Uh, I'm going to say Ed Orgeron. Yes. Ed Orgeron? Okay. LSU Dave coach. LSU coach used to be at uh, uh, USC. Uh, Got fired because he was just having too much fun being yeah. a champion. So, so listen, so I come from a USC family. My brother uh, went to USC. My parents, my mom was a big USC fan. Um, Ed Orgeron took over when Pete Carroll left Pete Carroll skipped town because he's like we're about to get sanctioned because that thing that I did with Reggie Bush I'm gonna go to the NFL and they put Ed Orgeron in charge of the team and they kicked ass they were really good with him as the as the head coach but I kind of feel like the athletic department was like we can't have Farmer Fran as the face of this (laughs) franchise so they fired him he went to LSU there's a clip of him. He's from like deep, deep Cajun country. <laughs> yeah, Louisiana. Papa. Uh, yeah, that is that what you're saying? Clip, with, yes. with, his, with his nipple rings, he's grabbing his with nipple, nipple rings. rings. Fantastic. There's a clip of him when he was first named head coach at LSU, and he was speaking at a booster event. He t- I, I will find the video and put it in our group. He speaks for like a solid 90 seconds. I understand zero words he says this whole time. I'm- I'm and looking at, at him right it, now, and it all makes sense. At the it end all of it, makes sense. the entire crowd busts up laughing. So, like, he clearly, clearly everyone in this room understood his crazy Cajun patois. But, like, unless you're from there, it sounds exactly like Farmer Fran. He's just like, <laughs> well, you know, you get monkey cap Like, everyone is just, like, crying, laughing at this hilarious joke he just told. And the look on his face is like, yeah, I'm home. Like, no more of this Hollywood bullshit. Like, I'm at home. I want to say um, when he got fired, they owed him like $80 million or yes. something like that still. Yeah. So now he just lives in, oh, God, um, the Florida Panhandle, maybe Pensacola or something like that. It's like, what is he on a houseboat somewhere with yes. Joe Manchin? It's either, it's, well, it's either a houseboat or like a house on stilts. They look similar, <laughs> yes. him and Joe Manchin, actually. <laughs> they they hang out together and, and they're like, hey, look at us, right? Side look note, at us. Fuck Joe Manchin. But yeah, he, <laughs> but, Ed Orgeron is Farmer Fran. So when you ask him, is it over the top? I'm like, no, because I've seen that guy coach well, college football. Okay, that's fair. But they just like, I don't know. It goes kind of far the, the overalls then, like, and straw hat is, yeah is, overalls <laughs> straw hat some point yeah like dave said he's much. like celebrating by like the twisting his titty like rings yeah. his nipple rings <laughs> just yeah. like, what the fuck? that's what what was happening there's the one like two second <laughs> shot where they're like well i have to get back to coach's team i left farmer fran in charge that's like him in like a motel room at a party <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that may be too much. But the, the <laughs> voice a good is time. dead on. 
having a good time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about yeah. <laughs> we talked about Clint Howard, and I I call him Bad Teeth McGillicuddy. I forget what you said his name was. Some kind of Paco or some shit. Yeah, it was Paco. Yeah. Sure. Um, Paco. <laughs> That's what IMDb yeah. said. Alan Covert. No, no. Clint Howard's Paco. Alan Covert's Walter, and they sit Walter. next to each other. Yeah, yeah. Waldorf and Stratford over here, just like crazy, crazy asshole. Because yeah, my teeth guys. are always speaking through my teeth. Yeah, just two guys. I also wonder if Clint Howard has some of Blair's disease. Feels like he might. Um, well, he kind of admits it in front of everybody, and then tries he to yells it, kiss someone. And yeah, they do not want it. There was a part of me that, with that line, I was like, "Is this from like a? Are they like making fun of like a rom com where it's like I'm just a." It's a girl, girl standing in front of a boy. Might be. Could be. Could be. God, it's just it's really good. Um just more Cajun. With more yeah, Cajun. Yeah. But he didn't even do an accent, which was odd to me. No. <laughs> Everyone else is doing accents. He's just using a lot of, Howard voice. A lot of good just sight gags too. It's like, oh, she's in the hospital. Wait, give it a day. And it's like everything from the house and stuff. The yeah, yeah. We'll talk about her home decor in a sec here. Um, Professor Colonel Sanders is a is a fun side character to have in the movie. You shouldn't dress that way if you don't want to be called that. No, it's a really also, stupid gag that works for some reason for me. But it yeah. shouldn't, because that's Colonel Sanders is Kentucky fried yes. chicken. Well, he's not doesn't have to be a Louisiana native to teach at the college. But he's play, I think they're like trying to I don't know. It would have been like, the Popeyes okay. lady if it was a Louisiana thing. Um what? it's weird to me that he shows up at the big house party. <laughs> Stoot trapping house party. He comes from upstairs, which is odd with two black eyes. Everybody's uh, at that house party. Everyone's though. there. Everyone's Everybody. there. It's I remember him looking like Colonel Sanders. I forgot they legit call him Colonel Sanders. Yeah. That's a fun, that's a fun thing to do. Uh I don't know what Rob Schneider is doing in this movie. Um I typically find Rob Schneider very irritating. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I found him very irritating in this movie too i don't fucking like this dude like i don't i don't find him funny he was barely funny on snl to me um if it was just him saying you can do it i'd probably be okay i didn't need the cut his fucking head off i didn't need the you can do it all night long (laughs) i didn't realize that like this is where it started i was like oh no this guy has been in every like i just assumed he had been in every film up until this point yeah i would have thought so too and I didn't realize, like, no, this is where it started. And I was like, you can do it. Yeah, we have yeah. to blame this movie for the fact that, like, Rob this Snyder still has a good night long. Yeah, yeah, I did not need that. I did think it was kind of funny to see Vicky go to his house and it was like a little falling apart shack in the middle of a swamp. He was like eating a raccoon or whatever when he walked with the door. A squirrel. Just was it a squirrel. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was kind of funny, but I just don't need. Just, just him saying you can do it is fine. Don't give him other things to do. I don't need that. Okay. Um, we did talk about Roboito. Uh, love, love Roboito. Completely love Roboito. unnecessary to have him show up, but like for me, a really great play, a payoff for like a really minor part in the movie. No, it, um, it shows it's like that's Bobby got this from somewhere. His mama gets all pissed off and does the full football tackle yeah. to Roboito, to and you're like, oh. So it all makes sense. Yeah, it's all. That's where the out. anger and, and all that stuff comes from. There we go. Yeah, I Gen- also it's genetic. It's all genetic. Yeah. Good acting out of him to basically approximate Bobby's voice and mannerisms, but like age it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, the voice was very similar. I like that. 
That's <laughs> it's unnecessary, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've spoken before about my love for world building. Um, they did a good job of world building in this movie of making this instead of just having it be like generic shitty college, which they could have done. They really do kind of land this place in a in a larger reality here. Um, the decor of Mama's house. We talked about how this became part of the hospital room later on. I don't think I realized as a kid how atrocious this house looks on the inside. Sure. It's the kind of place the American pickers would go and like mm-hmm. try to buy a bunch of garbage from this person. Like it yeah. is, there's, it's, it's just shit every fucking where. No, it's a more rustic Joe's crab shack. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with just more, it's just, yeah. How, 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 how do you say it? More nails coming up from the boards. It's just, more danger more involved, everything. obviously. Uh, obviously, it's um, if you go to Joe's Crab Shack, it's a more sterile version of something like this. But it's, it's kind of like you're just like this is we are in the bayou, and this is where we are. It's a uh, it's a bayou cabin sort of thing, and this is where they live, and it's just supposed to make sense. I don't it's get like it. A, a donkey lives. Yeah, inside? Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Steve. There you go. Yeah. Um, they also the way that Bobby dresses in general is kind of funny, but like in particular the amount and variety of leisure suits that he wears. Yeah. Um he looks absurd whenever he dresses up for anything, but like these were his daddy's suits, so it makes mm-hmm. sense. But it's like a super minor thing that to me like helps flesh out like, oh, this is like a this is not a full Boo Radley. This is mm-hmm. Boo Radley adjacent. Like, he, huh, this if, is an arrested development thing happening here. Yeah, if everything's yeah. the devil, the stores are the devil. God. Salesmen are the devil. Yeah. And whatever uh, clothing you had before, I decided everything was the devil. That's just where we are now. Yeah. That's just reality. It's not a so, cotton poly blend is the devil. And apparently, it was like 1971 is where they cut off new clothing. That's just where that's just where he ended up. Yeah, so down to the shoes and everything. I mean, he looks yeah. like a fucking clown. Um. The they do a good job uh, with the food in this movie to help us set where we're at. There is the gigantic. People eat like this though. Uh, some. It's I a mean, single the... crawdad. No one's eating crawdads. They're putting like uh, no, they're fucking frog legs in a, a fucking muffin. No, that that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the frog yeah. cakes that was eating too far. a full snake knee. That's not a thing. They <laughs> just went. Start... It was a fucking it's, anaconda. Where is she getting that thing? Like, might have been a big ass water moccasin. I don't know. Oh, I get, uh, what? <laughs> no, that <laughs> thing also had a large role, like slithering around J Lo and Ice Cube in the jungle. That thing yeah. was straight out of fucking anaconda. It was a it ate John giant. Boyd. <laughs> John Boyd. To me, it was just I like that it was so casual that this is what she'd make for dinner, like a gigantic barbecued anaconda. Yeah. Um, she made whole baby alligators when Vicky came over, just like <laughs> the whole thing on the grill. Hey, I've had a gator burger before. I've had gator meat before. It's I've had gator fine, before. but yeah, full baby gator though. So that's like ba- that's like gator yeah. veal. Yeah, like that's baby. Veal. That's it's. I, I, I don't know what to say about that. And then to see like a dejected Vicky just bite the face. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the least meaty part is bite to the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. just I mean, yikes, yikes. Uh, and as we discussed, the frog cakes, Louisiana frog cakes. Uh, this, this is the part where my brother loved it, disgusting. though. 
He was like, oh, yeah. of course he does. Yeah, Edward Ron yeah. did fucking love the frog. No, because apparently that's just southern cornbread, and let me just put a fucking frog leg in it, and yeah. that's what we're like, doing. It was the back half. It wasn't like oh, she just stuck. <laughs> she literally just ass. like yes. chopped it off at the waist and fucking shoved it in the. And that's that's not what a crab cake looks like. Just do it like a crab cake and mince the frog up and put it in there, yeah. man. You know, just cake oh. that shit up. Could you imagine if you got a cro- like a a crab cake and there's just like its pincers are just <laughs> just a crab from the crab. waist up, <laughs> just a waist. Like I said, well, eyes show, are looking at you. Just show me one crawfish boil. Show me one po' boy. Show me mm-hmm. something that that makes sense. Yeah, no, not a single beignet. Instead, let's go. Instead, they're like, let's just go ridiculous with it. Let's go way deep. Bayou, way, I don't know, Bayou, if you call it Bayou Redneck, and just go ridiculous with it. And that's what they're, and that's what they chose to do. I just wanted one one crawfish. It is crawfish crawfish season in in Texas. Is it? Do you have a season? Yeah, it's crawfish season. I think it was always just crawfish time. Yeah, Mm. specific time of year. It's crawfish time of year. Well, I guess, Mm. when did, I think Bobby got married in March. And so we were in mm-hmm. uh, in Tennessee for they had a crawfish boil for the um, rehearsal dinner. It was, it was fantastic. Was, oh my god, that was more. I just a, a whole I had so much table. seafood, so much seafood shrimp. Yeah. I, I I ate so many shrimps. I got iodine poison. Iodine it was really it was really good. Really good. <laughs> so many shrimps. Yes. Oh, Too much yeah. work. Thank <laughs> you, Three Six Mafia. Appreciate well, it. No, fantastic. I will say, I have a traumatic story from being a kid that involves crawfish. Um, as you said, I grew up in Houston before moving to Illinois, and uh, we had family in New Orleans. My um, my godmother lives in New Orleans. My mom's yep. first cousin, and so we would do that drive a couple times a year. Which I don't know how long it is. It feels like long as a kid. What do you think it is? Uh, well, Austin to New Orleans is like seven hours. That's like four. If okay, I, that, I don't know where in Louisiana right. she was, but she yeah. was right. Yeah, New Orleans. That sounds yeah, about it's like right. four hours. I just. I remember number one, I remember there being a super long bridge that you cross it and you can't. On the causeway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's horrifying. And as as a seven-year-old kid with a belly full of, you know, Welch's grape soda, like, (laughs) you better hold that piss for the next 45 minutes on this fucking bridge. Yeah. And so there was one time we went, and the second we got on the bridge, I'm like, I have to pee. (laughs) It's like, well, you can't. So, like, you got to, you got to, you, do you see the end of the bridge? No, us either. It's that far away. So you got to just like hold it and wait till you mm-hmm. get there. And so I'm squirming around. We get to the end of the bridge and we go to the first gas station that we get to. And I get out of the car and there are like four or five, approximately 385 year old, like super old white dudes in rocking chairs in front of the gas station. I'm like, how do you have rocking chairs at the gas station? That's <laughs> odd. Yeah. But just with like a big bucket of crawfish. And hot today, hotter than hotter than yesterday, and be even hotter, hotter than tomorrow. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it's a pack of Farmer Friends, yeah. and they were eating the crawfish in a way that I don't think I've seen them eaten since then. Tell me I think about this it. is the way you're supposed to do it. You just pop the head off, yeah, pop yeah. the head off, and then suck the insides out. Yeah, and so Delicious. in front of them, like mm. like like peanut shells at a baseball game. There's heads yeah. and like spit crawfish bodies, and my mom was like. <laughs> When we got back in the car, she's like, "We get the fuck out of here. Like, we are, we are very black. 
Those yeah, man. Probably Did hate I us. Mean, like we have to get the fuck out of here. It's some tough meat to get, man. But if you get the sweetness, he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and all them guts. You suck out them all guts. Them guts. Mm-hmm. 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 It's not worth it. Part. They are not worth it. Can eat that brown. Yeah, it's, the, um, the sausage, the corn, the potatoes. I'll eat all that. Mix that's the juices. I don't, I don't want the crawfish. The, well, we had. I mean, the crawfish that we had for Bobby's thing was fine. Um, I'd also it's appreciate it's like work. it's a lot of work. But I mean, chicken wings are a lot of work. Your fingers are disgusting. No, and they're all they, spicy. Don't touch your eyes. Uh, um, <laughs> comparing chicken wings to crawfish, not even close. Chick- chicken wings are simple compared to crawfish. It's a fight. It's a different kind of fight. You got to work either way. And then, like, um, sometimes if you go and you're like, oh, it didn't open. What the fuck does that? <laughs> what do I do with this? Is it rotten? Um, yeah. So some more world building here. We've got the – there's a sports center <laughs> moment that happens. Um, it's like a throwaway scene where a Michigan – Michigan tries out their towel boy at wide receiver. I laughed so hard at watching this 85-pound dude get fully exploded. And the dude, the dude just, like, stands over his dead body. Just like, I don't know what to do now. Just tell me everything about strategists in football. They're like, you know what? It's it's because he was a water boy. That's why he was good. No. Years of repressed anger. Years of repressed (laughs) anger is what made him good. That was different. I'm sorry. But no, it reminded me of that scene in like not another team movie where they're parodying Lucas, mm-hmm. where like they throw the, got a gun. <laughs> throws the ball to Kidney's. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. He just he got hit so hard. It's just like I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. I remember being in the movie. I remember the the, the side of the dude standing over his limp body. <laughs> I'm just like, this is fucking funny. Yeah. They did a nice job, uh, partially a nice job, of showing how the sports world would actually react to the story playing out. Because, yeah, there would for sure be other teams looking for people that are, like, on the staff or maybe, like, you know, a guy on campus who doesn't look the part and maybe you'll try him out. Like, it would – this is how football works. Everyone's fucking followers. One yeah. thing works and then everyone tries doing it. But fucking that one year the NFL went crazy for the Wildcat. That yeah. shit don't really work, man. It but it doesn't. worked one time, and everyone every, tried to do it for a year after that. Every time, every time I hear a play preface with "oh lined up in the wildcat," I'm like, okay, so negative two to three yeah. yards. Yeah, Perfect. so it's a run play every and time, the, and the QB is not going to block anybody. Okay, every time, That's how every this time. Goes. Yeah, uh, Iowa tried doing the wildcat this season for some reason. Did not work out for us either. Um, <laughs> then the the last couple little pieces of of kind of fleshing this world out. Uh, we talked about Bobby redecorating Mama's hospital room. Did it's not amazing. pick up on it being that funny as a kid, but looking at it, I'm like, oh, yep, okay, <laughs> this is nice. Just there's shit everywhere. You playing Devil went down to Georgia behind it and just have all this stuff show up magically. Yeah. Amazing. He must have spent seven hours. And then yeah. lastly, the the drunk cheerleaders at SCLSU. SCLSU, I think the first thing I wrote down is like this is the poorest football team in the country. You got guys sharing a cup. Sharing a cup, sharing helmets, all yeah. that stuff. And the fact that that I thought it was interesting. They're like, yeah, let's let's this is the poor shitty team. They're the South Central Louisiana. I'm like, and that's yeah. the, mm-hmm. we're gonna preface it with that. I'm like, that's that's yeah. unnecessary. It's you know? South Central LA. Yeah. And the abbreviate the state yeah. abbreviation. Yeah. I'm like, and, yeah. And, 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 and it just becomes yeah, it, it, it just becomes if you have too many cardinal directions in your college's name, 
You are lesser than. Well, we always talk about, as a Big Ten fan, we always talk about the first, like, two, three weeks of the season, we're all playing non-conference. Someone's playing directional Michigan. Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan. (laughs) Someone's playing directional Michigan. And then you see some good stuff from Central sometimes. Central Central Michigan. And it used to be Western Michigan before PJ Fleck went to Minnesota. Got it. Ruined son of a bitch. Yeah. That was uh, a guess. No, I I guess the Cardinal direction. Oh, the Chippewas. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Sorry. Are we going to talk about that, though? That, like, none of the, the. the South Central Louisiana State University schedule makes sense. Not at all. Make any, they they not, have to be an independent team to play these teams. Yeah. Like they have to be independent, like Notre Dame, to play a <laughs> schedule like this. That late in the season. When, yeah. And playing Iowa State in the heart being, of Big Ten season. They, they almost beat Mississippi State. Was this a different time? When, was Mississippi State not a big team yeah, in the Mississippi late 90s? Mississippi only got good when they started cheating, and then they got bad okay. again when they got exposed for got cheating. So. Cheating. Understood. <laughs> they always were pretty bad. That one's believable. This era of Iowa, this is right before they hired Kirk Ferentz. This would have been the last year before he was the coach. Terrible team. They would have beaten that Iowa team, I'm pretty sure. This team? I think it was a 1-11 Iowa team. That was I'm just saying, Iowa though, team. like – the season is progressing, and like the, and I understand, you, like I'm sure there were reasons that they did it, but it just made zero sense to me that like I was like, what conference are they in? What division? Why are people still playing them? Because right, you're gonna go to your conference schedule, and I'm like, Iowa. Yeah, the University there's, of Iowa was playing. There's them. two independent teams left. There's Notre Dame and South Central <laughs> Louisiana Central State University. State. <laughs> it's, it's absurd. Um, a lot know. of a lot of the actual football in this movie is not properly handled. Listen, um, Bobby would win the Heisman, and he he oh. probably have like eighty plus sacks by the end of the season. They, they gave some, us a stat on Sports Center. Yeah, he had sixteen sacks in a game, breaking the old record of four. Seven. I'm like, seven, okay, great, four, five, or six. Or yeah, it was, was super low. So low. Yes, he would win it because they are looking for a defensive player to put up those kind of numbers. Yes, to just give some balance because it's always a quarterback, almost always or a, quarterback, a, or yeah. a running back who runs for thirty yeah. touchdowns. Or Occasional wide receiver. But I mean, usually Charles or running back. Charles Woodson that one time, and mm-hmm. then ever since it's been. Well, and Donkey Kong Su was the runner-up, and that was kind of Oh, it. yeah. Remember yeah. that? Remember that? Yeah. yeah he's, he's in Nebraska. He was number two. Yep. It's, it's, I mean, he would have – because he doesn't join for the opening game of the season. He joins, like, yeah. midway through the season. He would have True. 80 sacks in half a season. Right. Um, for some reason, they don't even include the Heisman as part of the movie. I think Forrest Gump won the Heisman. So, like, yeah. y- you got to include the Heisman as part of this, or at least, like, some kind of postseason awards and – all American something. Mm-hmm. It's it, as though they play in a vacuum. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very bizarre. Which I'm guessing, like you know, it is a movie, so like they don't have to follow the exact rules of the NCAA. And they the must clearinghouse yeah. or whatever. But I was going <laughs> to say about the football, it was very much. I can't remember the name of his character, Forrest Whitaker, in Fast Times that about yeah, high tackles. Uh, yeah. yeah, the 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 tackles in this movie are fucking ridiculous like, to look at. Coming off the top rope into people, like just spearing them. Power bombed a guy. <laughs> he full on power bombed some dude, and said like, "What is that? Courtesy of Captain Insano or whatever?" <laughs> like, yeah, he did a missile drop kick to another guy later on during the movie. That was wild. Yeah. To God see. damn, Paul White. I was like, man, yeah, young Before, Paul White. 
incredible. Before he was the big show. Before he was big show, he was still just the giant in WCW. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, he was. He was very healthy back then. Things took a turn. He's in good shape again now, but he got unhealthy looking for most of his career. Once you hit like five twenty, five thirty, you have to start making some choices. And, well, and, and his knees were all buckled and shit. And, and he, he did. Painful. And he did. Yeah, yeah. He, he got he got back into it, which is good for him. But yeah, yeah. At this point, when he was still just Paul White with long hair, that was a that was a look. Um, I need to ask you guys, how is Mr. Coach Klein still employed? Uh, they are winless for the last four seasons, and it's like they were yeah. good before then. Yeah, I, I don't know how rough. he keeps his job. It's rough. Um, I'm guessing as an independent team. Um, <laughs> One answer to you. No big time rivalries going on, and yeah. the school had other things that were more important, and uh, just not he a lot just kind of money to give out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, they have two his, coaches, so that's true. No, no, his staff seems real easy to maintain. Him a, a, a ton of money. So, and yeah, and their practice field looks like a high school field. I think their their stadium was a lower level college stadium when they played the game. So, the yeah, level. yeah, there's it, yeah. so yeah, you can probably skate along for quite a while in you know, Division two, D, Division three level digs without really yeah. performing all that all that much. I don't know. Yeah, I also was a little annoyed that they kept showing them like practicing in their stadium, and I'm like, nobody does that. No one nobody. practices on their game field because no. God forbid nope. you tear it up. True. The only practice we have there is like the spring game. walkthroughs, walkthroughs, yeah. and the spring game for like the cameras and the recruits. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. But okay, let's let's take the performance out of it. The man is clearly very mentally unstable. Like yes. he's no not, one he's wants not well. the job. Nobody yeah. wants the job. Oh, God, that's why he still has not. it. Yeah. Nobody Jesus. wants this. That's a and sad thought. There are a lot of coaches out there who are probably a little out there. Uh, the way that they, I don't know if all you have watched the winning time, the first episode, Jerry West. I finished it. Jerry West yeah. is an interesting fellow, and you learn a lot about him. The if logo? any of it's even remotely, yes, Jerry. But uh, Jerry West has a lot of anger in him, and he says a lot of things that are really terrible. So I think uh, there's a lot of probably some a lot of pent-up mental illness a lot of anger in a lot of these sports guys who just yeah just and then it comes out in a lot of different ways and in this case you see um there's a couple scenes where mr coach klein's wearing like pumps and it's like mom oh i won't i won't i won't won't," or whatever stuff the phone wasn't even plugged in it wasn't yes he's out of it and 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 he like sits on the football like yeah Trying and to egg, so yeah, there's a lot of lot of weird stuff rolling around up there. Maybe 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 a marble or two's gotten away. Um, yes. Interesting fellow. Interesting yeah. fellow. It was weird. Yeah. Like even him diagramming that play. Where yeah. He's like, you're right. He fakes left. No. He fakes right. No. He, he fakes. Thinks. He fakes. Nope. He thinks about faking. He thinks about faking. I don't yeah. know where I am. How do I? Have, he's, he's I need to well. sit down. Here, yeah. take some water from my flip up foldable cup. Yeah, my foldable, yeah. my foldable that's, camping cup. That's great. It's good stuff. Um, so if if Mr. Coach Klein is is a disaster, then Coach Red Bull you is the Don Dada of this shit. He's they they kind of make him out to be like the the, the Nick Saban of this world. Yeah. Um, I need to know: Has he been running all the same plays from that Green Notebook for twenty plus seasons? Yes. That ain't gonna yeah. work, homie. Like. That's- <laughs> I think people figure it out, that. but yeah. I mean, it must have been so full of like backlog plays that were just genius that he was able to 
fake, fake, fake it till he made it for 20 whatever years, I guess. I don't know. I, I get football is a relatively static game. The basics have been the same forever, especially like talking about running the ball. There's not a whole, yeah. there's, there's basically two different ways you can run. You can man block or you can zone block, and that's it. Like, unless you want to run a triple option or some, some wacky sure. shit. Um, yeah. So I get that, you know, football doesn't change a whole lot, but you can't be a top tier program and run the exact same plays for 20 years. Someone's going to pick up on what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the movie wants us to believe that he's literally incapable of creating his own plays, which also doesn't make any sense. Like, you don't make it to college coaching in general and be like, I, I can't diagonal play. I don't know how to. Do that. I can't. He eventually, he eventually figures it out the same way Bobby figured it out, you know? You have to he's channel it. Hitting people a lot, screaming. And he figures it out. This movie is basically an advertisement for the secret. Visualize it and you can achieve it. Hey, and he, hey, it's ridiculous, but it seems to work. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The last football based question that I had for this movie is I need someone to explain to me how an undefeated University of Louisiana wound up playing a six and six South Central Louisiana State (laughs) University in like a garbage bowl game. Can tell you. I, don't, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's ridiculous. This it's ridiculous. shit bothers me more than like anything else in these movies because I I care so much about bowl season. <laughs> and like it just it it in my in my old job it mattered a whole lot. In my upcoming job it matters a whole lot. Bowl games, especially back in this time, this yeah. pre BCS, they were very important. Because there were fewer of them, right? Yes, there were a lot fewer of them. Okay. I mean, you know, back in the day, there were like five. Because <laughs> like nowadays, I can get in a bowl people. game, I think. Jimmy Just... Kimmel had an interview this year. There was a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl was in, I think, in, in L.A. this year. Uh, I used to laugh a lot. Um, if you watch bowl season when it starts, you get some fun fucking names. I don't yeah. think they have it anymore, but the Kraft Cheese Fight Hunger Bowl was a thing. <laughs> um, Duke's Mayo Bowl was this year, presented by Duke's Mayonnaise. Um, the Popeye's Chicken Bahamas Bowl is a fun one that comes yeah. to mind. The nice. uh, San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. That's well, a fun one. Hey, NIU went to that bowl like three years in yeah. a row, so quit it. You guys, you guys had a tie-in. Look at uh, we sure yeah, did. Yeah, Mac had a tie-in for that one. Yeah, Beef O'Brady's Bowl. That was a fun one back in the day. <laughs> Beef, Beef O'Brady's Brady. is, but yeah, yeah. Beef O'Brady's Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but, like so, so. The we pinstripe bowl up the at uh, oh uh, up at, up at Yankee Stadium that I don't think they ever no played one. Go to. They, I don't think they Iowa, one. Iowa was in one. Iowa oh, yeah? won the, the pinstripe bowl two or three years ago. Well, play no Yankee Stadium to to when, it's, when it's eight degrees in New York hey. City. Yeah. Lehigh and Lafayette played in Giant Stadium. It was like oh. the 150th anniversary of us playing each other. The most contested football game in history that is lovely i like that a lot what i don't like is having a successful season winning eight or nine games and your reward is hey you get to play outside in a baseball stadium in new york in january January. the the fucking super bowl was in jersey aka new york a couple (laughs) years ago but at least that was a football stadium yeah, Play Yankee Stadium for this fucking thing. It's terrible. I personally um, think every Super Bowl from now on should be in cold weather just to show those I rich fucks. 
What's going on? Put, put them all in Lambeau. Put them that's, all in Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah, ongoing argument that Big Ten teams Enjoy. have is like, oh, yeah, the SEC is the best conference because it's 85 degrees and your season ends. Come play your shit in 12 degrees in a fucking blizzard and tell me how you play Georgia. Yes. Hey. Why don't y'all just put build some domes? Oh, uh, because we're tough. Plus, domes cost money. <laughs> I think we're gonna on one. It. I'm trying to think if there's any it. domes in the Big Ten at all. We're playing them all in Gillette Stadium in <laughs> in fucking February. Every every Super Bowl from here on out. God, just Minnesota, to show people need to toughen up a little bit. Minnesota having, Minnesota had a dome and decided to move outside instead. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. It's the university I mean, or the yeah, the university. Yes. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, they, they played, TCF um, is a nice stadium. It's a nice stadium. I listen, liked it. So, so Minnesota, they used to play indoors in a dome. The last game in the that dome, they played yeah. Iowa. Uh, Iowa beat the brakes off them, and we tried to walk out with their uprights. Turns out we couldn't get them out the door because it had one of those bars in the middle. So our fans, like, walked out of another team stadium carrying their uprights yeah. and got to the door and, like, oh, just, just leave them here, I guess. <laughs> No, so that happened. I, I saw Minnesota play USC at their new stadium at uh, was it TCF Bank? Yeah, TCF whatever Bank it's called. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I, it, I think it was in uh, either September or October. So we saw a baseball Ruby season's game. Very nice. It was nice. It was very nice. But they let me tell you something about uh, that. Uh, no booze. No booze. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of carnival food. Uh, you can really just destroy yourself with churros and uh, elephant ears, but. Uh, can't have a nice beer. Well, you can yeah. get beer at historic Kinnick Stadium, so, Iowa City, Iowa now. That, that, that sounds good. That sounds I good think, to me. Yeah, I think you can. Because I went to like a A&M game and we had been like oh, tying on in the parking lot. I've never is been that to a college, Lubbock? Like, Oof, That's Kyle Field. Yeah. That's a fucking stadium. Lubbock. Okay. It was cool. I had like thousand people. Yeah. 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 I went Lubbock, to it's a, a college station. Oh, college yes, station. College not Lubbock. Lubbock yeah. is Texas Lubbock Tech. Lubbock is Texas Tech. So I went to like small private university in pennsylvania i had never been to a football experience like that and i was overwhelmed people are doing the, the yeah the yells and they're yeah, dancing it's a cathedral to football woo! but no booze now you no can booze. drink though but back then i was like i'm sober now it's wild it's wild to me to see a double decker college football stadium in general it yeah. is that it's wild the 12th man like I, I love our stadium. Kinnick is great. It, it's 70,000 people. It's not that yeah. big, but it's neat because it's recessed into the ground. Like you walk in in like the midpoint, you have to walk down to get oh, to your cool. seats. Almost broke my legs many, many times sprinting. And you guys do this. It's nice. You wave to the kids. Yeah, wave to the sweet. sick kids. Uh, you can also physically touch the players if you're in the front row because the stadium is. Oh, geez. It's, you geez. shouldn't. But you can because it's 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 we're it's very claustrophobic. We have a Pepto Bismol pink visitors locker room there. Um, it's supposed to be because uh, the that shade of pink makes the mind like docile and calm. So we're trying to like make them lethargic to start the game. There's a there's a whole psychology thing involved. But yeah, everything in there is pink. The urinals are pink. Ceiling is pink. Locker is pink. The whole thing is pink. It's gross looking. Um, but anyway. Sorry. Back yeah, to the movie. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I, you know, like I said, this kind of stuff bothers me because I thought that when they said they're playing University of Louisiana, I'm like, okay, so they must have had like a really shitty season, like stumbled into a bowl game. But then they make a point of putting up they're undefeated. They should be playing for the national championship or at a minimum yeah. playing in like 
probably the, oh, maybe Sugar Bowl. If what was, was the, the national end? championship game in 98? Oh, God. Cotton? Well, they didn't have Sugar? one, really. It was whoever – they well, they had oh, a okay. consensus champion still. There was Got the it. AP champion and um, the Harris Poll champion. The press okay. decided who the champions were back then still. Yeah. But they're playing yeah. in a bourbon bowl. Is it like an iron bowl situation? Like That should be in Kentucky or Tennessee, one of the two. But in the Iron Bowl in Alabama? Iron Bowl, Bowl is yeah. uh, Auburn versus Bama, Auburn, I believe. Bama. Yeah, so I thought like maybe it was just something that was special to Louisiana teams, but bourbon, you're right. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Kentucky. Kentucky or Tennessee. Doesn't make any sense. Well, and the, and yeah. the best, the best one of those is the Egg Bowl, um, Mississippi and Ole Miss, or Ole Miss and Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Uh, don't know why they call it that. I guess they have a lot of eggs in that state. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking get it. Anyway, that bowl game should never happened. It, it bothered me. <laughs> that's just, just uh, find something else to do. But to have them play each other, a six and six team versus a twelve and zero team, mm, and we ain't doing that. Also, how good, we didn't really talk about that, like how good could SCLSU be when Bobby only plays defense up until this game versus University of Louisiana? Well, they do show some of their final scores, and they're winning yeah. games like six to three. That's <laughs> yeah. true. A lot of, so a lot of safeties. Yeah, the team is terrible. I but like, nothing. I'm like, five, five score on them. <laughs> so it was a field goal, and it was a safety from – Bobby Boucher tackling so somebody in, in I totally the buy that their defense is dominant and they're like oh. other teams offense have like no recourse because Bobby's lighting everybody up but that offense is shit terrible. so it's like terrible how are the other defenses just not running up the score like it was almost you like get, you get other enough. teams defenses can't score points against us which yeah. I was like that's that's a lie you, you get you get enough possessions where you force a three and out and they start to drive from the 20, you're eventually going to be in Derek's field goal range. <laughs> yes. No. I'm describing Iowa football to you. We don't play I'm, offense either. Our I'm saying, though, like, don't play any offense. No <laughs> one's picking off Gee, Gee, no, no, or whatever the no. fuck his name <laughs> Gee, Grig, Grig, yep. Gee, Grig, well. It's, no, it's Andui, Grenui. Yeah, Gre- it's the way it's spelled. Gee, his first name is Gee. Not, which is I think it's supposed to be Grenois, but that's, it's, no. there's not an I-O-U-X no. at the end. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if it's Gee, Grier. No, like, his name is Gee, Grier, G-E-Y, not G-E-E. Makes perfect sense. But you're telling me, like, no one's fumble, like, strip sacking him and running it in like no one's doing any of that against this offense no nobody ever it's it's i am i feel like i could it's just six to three every game two nothing (laughs) okay it's it's absurd of course yeah it does it does not make a whole lot of sense occasionally there might be a lucky like yeah run a fly and then yeah we'll see occasionally maybe they hit one pass and there's a, would, like a seven, think, and the score ends in a zero or a seven or a three, frankly, something weird. Yeah, I don't if, know. If you're, if you're really going to be smart about this, don't pass at all. Yes. Just just do it. Convert yourself into yeah. a, a service academy team, run triple option. Bobby's not very smart. You could probably fool him with a fake handoff here or there and then get 30 yards. Third and 10? Third and 10? Is he going to run the option? Option option yeah the, the triple option is built to be this by itself run away What's, from him over and over again 
Once you like, uh, what's the easiest? What would you say is the easiest offense in football? Is it the veer, the one where you just um, run it? Well, easiest to run or easiest to option, stop? and just be like, yep, yeah, run, run, like, run. Oh, option. Well, but a veer or a triple option is very complicated to run. There's a lot of handoffs, yeah. a lot of motion. The easiest yeah. would just be like an all shotgun, like four wide offense. Just yeah, let me throw it. Let me throw it three yeah, times, and then we'll fine. kick it if we have to. If we have to yeah. kick it. Yeah, cool. you wanna, okay. The, the Maryland eye with two fullbacks. Yes. <laughs> just, just follow the two guys in the forties in front of you. Well, it's all very complicated. In this apparent apparent national championship game. <laughs> yes. Whatever the fuck it was. Welcome to the Boyben sorry, the Boyben Bowl. The Boyben Bowl. The Boy yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Um Red just kneels on it a bunch and I'm like, Yeah, let's do it. Let's do smart. it. Smart. Let's It'll do be it. Fucking smart. It kind of reminded me what what two teams like all they had to do was like tie to make it to the postseason this year in the oh, NFL. God, it was like was the Steelers. I don't remember what it was. It was, it was, it was, it was for sure the Steelers. It, it was, was incredible. Oh, it was the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers and like someone else could have kept the Steelers out by just yeah. like either ending in a tie, and like they were going for plays, and I was just like, Neil, because well, like, and, and I, I read a whole <laughs> article that was like. You want to get like football's all about giving your team the best possible outcome and blah blah blah. The best possible outcome was neither team winning that game. Yeah, it really I, is. I also read an article where it said if they did that, the commissioner could have ruled them like double forfeiture and just given it to somebody else. Because that they is ridiculous. That way too much power. He's he's basically like the Putin of organized sports. He does whatever he feels like. No one checks him on anything. So I guess there's a clause where it's like, oh, he can determine that you're not really competing. So he'll just they fought really hard. They got to a tie, and then we kneeled. I mean, yeah. listen, the kneel. NFL is a, is a weird, kneel. gross place. Kneel. <laughs> um, you guys can't see it. Dave is acting out kneeling right now. <laughs> T-bowing um, every couple seconds. Uh, I, don't, I don't miss him. I was um, very impressed that Vicky was able to guess the exact correct score and how Lynn, Lynn Swan just kept looking over like, yeah, she was like, "What's I told going you. on here at the end here?" Yeah. So, she, so something is going on with uh, Vicky that I am, uh, I'm into. I'm a big this fan. may, this may also just be her character from the craft doing magic. We don't, hey, we don't know for sure. Interesting thought. Yeah, yeah. 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 move yeah. to the bayou. Oh, yeah, boy. it's good. It's good <laughs> stuff. That song was in the film. I will <laughs> say everything bayou related. Anything yeah. that uh, John Fogerty could be singing or just uh, boin, boin big wheel keep on boining. Yeah, so on. It was all all in the film. Keep on it, it was a great. I was impressed with the soundtrack. I, I looked at the rest. I'm like, sun. I was like, they paid for this shit. They for all this stuff. I love House of the Rising Sun. That's all. Really? Camp was in this. Very good. I can't like, remember which Melon Camp. I was like Tom. I think they played Tom Sawyer. Rush by Tom Sawyer. Yes. This one. There's like they they did. Did. And a small town by John Melon Camp. I was born oh, in yeah. a small, small town. town. Like, yep, yeah, you sure yeah. were. You sure Lenny Kravitz, always Ooh, on the run. Yeah, and they, and they played. I don't know if that was actual Double Down Georgia or like a knockoff version that just sounded similar. No, it was, similar. No, it was, it was the it was the violin part, but none of the them yeah. went down. So the steals. they couldn't have Charlie Daniels before you went crazy. Appreciate it, but you lost it toward the end there. Sorry, man. <laughs> they couldn't sing the lyrics because they were in Georgia. They were in Louisiana. Yeah. So I feel like they kept part, people will know it, but like they'll, they'll just know we're in the South, not necessarily in Georgia if we just play yeah, that part. Yeah, that and that's fair. Um, that's fair. Um, 
yeah. the last thing I'm just going to call out every time I saw Lynn Swan, I was like one of my all time favorite 30 rock jokes. That is like, I think you will never see on television ever again. Because yeah. it's oh. blackface. Yep. Oh, <laughs> the two black swans mm-hmm. couples costume, Jenna and her boyfriend. Jenna yes. is dressed as black as Lynn yes. Swan. Lynn Swan. <laughs> will Forte is black. Natalie Portman from the Black Swan. Oh, we're all going is, to hell. It is yeah, a quality yeah, joke, fair. and yeah, yeah, it has been stricken from the record. It's literally yeah. a throwaway gag. It's on the screen for like three seconds, and I was like, chef's kiss, and you'll never see it again. That so was full of those. M- wait, MacGruber was the boyfriend, right? I can't yeah, remember Will his name. Yes. Will Forte. Yeah. Will Forte. Yeah, yeah. Will yeah, Forte. Hey. Yeah, Dave and I are big fans of uh, 30 Rock with the uh, werewolf bar mitzvah, Spooky Scary. Spooky Scary. I also I, I, I made a Facebook status, like a post, while the episode was on the air that said, like, pardon me, I have to call Bijou at 1-800-OK-Face. And that is also my favorite. <laughs> just, just Liz Lemon as, like, a phone sex model for 1-800-OK-Face with her name is Bijou. <laughs> Yeah, save enough numbers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, one of the things we like doing on this podcast is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Okay, so this week uh, we're gonna dive on Todd Holland, who played Meanie, um, the the big redheaded dude from University of Louisiana. I need to point out first. I thought you foremost, might pick D'Angelo Barksdale, but it's okay. Well, I, I, he, he was too. He was too well known we, to me. We didn't oh, talk okay. about that. Uh, good, yeah. Like the nice guy on the team is D'Angelo yeah. Barksdale. D'Angelo Barksdale. He's a nice guy on that show. <laughs> you know I, what? You're right. Sliding scale. I don't. I don't know. What I'm talking about anymore. Yeah. I need to point <laughs> out that a bunch of these guys are just what I would call part of the Adam Sandler players. Like, Meanie, Guy, and Lyle have essentially been in, like, every Adam Sandler, Happy Madison movie since this one. Um, most of those guys have also been other stuff along the way. But the guy who plays Meanie is, like, just an Adam Sandler guy, pretty much. Um, 13 total credits. This is his first ever credit. After this, he was Reformed Demon Number 1 in Little Nicky. He was the voice of Brill in Eight Crazy Nights. He was in a movie called Miracle Dogs, which is apparently the inspiring story of a dog who survives cancer. So sure. like, yeah, come on back home to your Billy Madison, your Happy Madison movies after that. But wait, he was also in Motocross Kids with a young Josh Hutcherson and Lorenzo Lamas. And this is a movie in which a chimpanzee helps some motocross racing kids save their farm? Apparently. Like I, yeah. I read the synopsis and I'm like, the synopsis does not mention the chimp, but the chimp <laughs> is on the cover of the DVD. So I'm assuming the chimp helps them with the race. Some crazy how. Um, he then played Guard Holland in The Longest Yard. He was oh, in one yeah. episode of My Name is Earl. Yeah, Longest Yard. Okay. Um, he played mover number one in Grandma's Boy. Oh, ooh, oh, with Kevin. Kevin Nash was the other mover. Yes. Yep. yep. Kevin Nash was the other. Love it. I. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna figure out a way to get that to make sense for the <laughs> podcast. I, I hope you do. Love that movie. Saying JD, love I think it. was. I think he was in college, right? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he right, played right. Fred in You Don't Mess with the Zohan. Uh, oh. He has four more credits I've never heard of, and they don't sound very interesting. But the last thing he was in. He played Sal in a 2020 or 2010 short film called Sal's Animal Variety Hour. 
Mm. I need to read some of the character names in this thing. The 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 synopsis is like it's a a bar where humans and anthropomorphic animals just like come to hang out together. It sounds like a like a BoJack Horseman type situation. Wow. Until like an unexpected guest shows up. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking watch this. So tell me who mm. it is. Um, yeah. But some of the characters in that movie include Bruno, the acid tripping panda. Yeah. Banksy, mm-hmm. the cage breaking gorilla. Mm-hmm. Gwen and Paris, the cruel bitchy wolves. Mm. Vince, the evil pimp black cat. Yikes. And Sleazy of the sleaziest escorts. So... He was the titular character and then never acted again. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Don't want to know what it's about. Hard pass. But, uh, yeah, some, some, real, some real disasters in that one, it sounds like. Uh, so, yeah, there's Todd Holland. Um, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Uh, Meanie is most likely to get hit over the head with a steel chair by Captain Insano. Yeah. He yeah. looks like a pro wrestler. Sure. He has that look about him. He's got that kind of delivery. He's not going to be good at it, but he can get hit mm-hmm. in the head. And he sounds like a choo choo train. Yeah, choo choo train. <laughs> uh, Lyle is most likely to be prescribed the thickest glasses you've ever seen. Someone needs to correct that eye, man. Yeah. That shit pointing straight. It's bad. <laughs> you make like yeah. prisms. I had to wear prisms in high school because oh. one of my eyes like doesn't look. Oh boy! Strange. Not like never, that though. Not noticed. like that level. His is bad. His looks yes. over there somewhere. Um, Derek is most likely to do an open mic stand up routine based on stuff his mama says. The only thing we really get out of him, except for him kicking that Klansman, is like, "Hey, aren't all mamas the same?" And I'm like, "Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You lead into your whole stand up routine." There it is. Uh, Guy is most likely to appear on multiple episodes of Discover Channel's Swamp People. Mm. He belongs on Swamp People. I used to mm-hmm. fucking love Swamp People. My dad still loves Swamp People. Shoot it, man. Shoot it. Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> Just watching that dude yell, shoot it, Liz. His poor lady is trying to like steer a boat and shoot a shotgun at the same time. That show yeah. is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Vicky is most likely to do tarot readings and astrology in the French Quarter. And Bobby is most likely to have his life story turn into a really sanitized, heartwarming Disney live action movie just called Bobby. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna blindside him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had a bad, guys. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to wind up like. Uh, this next movie is Dave's pick. Dave, what are we going to watch next? This was nice and lighthearted. I thought it was fun. So we'll stick with that. It's going to be a uh, old school film from 1986. We're going to talk about Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. Um, Because I was thinking about it back in the day. It's just, I thought it was fun. And we'll talk about if the jokes are still good to go or if uh, there's some sure a shit to talk about. In the movie isn't there uh there's probably some <laughs> fucked up shit that i do not recall so i'm not going to endorse anything but i've never seen tuned. it I'm, this is I'm probably familiar with it but never seen it as close to the revenge of the nerds so we'll ever be able to get oingo boingo in it it's yeah awesome it's gonna I'm be gonna fun search right now to see if revenge of the nerds has been uncanceled yet and if we can nope. do that because it's I... the black swan joke of 80s movies. Revenge of the Nerds and PCU. 
PCU is still canceled. Yeah, PCU is never gonna fucking come. Yeah, Render the Nerd is still not available. DVD I found somewhere. I found the DVD the other day, but I, I just there's nothing streaming anywhere. Can't yeah, figure it out. I, I watched it um, when I was in college. I'm like, yeah, this is this is kind of funny. And then it just they said it was too fucking far. And then and then flip it over. It's a PCU. What's on the other side? Airheads. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun, right? Fun that's surprise. Fun. It, it is. Yeah, cause let me tell you something about Airheads. What's up? It's fun. Yeah, it really does. Fun We're going to do that eventually. Um, yeah. My friend Nick from my trivia team wants to come on that one too, so we'll have to get that on the list here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod and join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. I have a couple things to uh, to post. That that clip of Ed Orgeron, it's it's <laughs> you need to see this. If you've never seen this man or heard him speak, you need to watch this clip and it'll sum it up for you. Uh, if you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Mama. You don't have what they call the social skills. People don't understand you. That's why you never mm. had no friends, except for your mama. <laughs> Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. <laughs>